This is BB Radio, and I am your host, Catherine DeRusso. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking with you girls about a theory that I created called the Table Talk Theory. Now, this is a theory all about stability. I believe if you have these four pillars or these four legs, if you will, um, I believe that you'll be able to survive and manage any situation that life throws at you. Now, that's a very vague statement, but honestly, that's just what it is in a nutshell. Okay, like I've learned in my experience that if you have certain things together, okay, it doesn't matter what bullshit, what emotional situation, whatever you have going on, if you can just perfect these four things and really make sure that um, it's not really an ongoing perfecting process, it's kind of your prerequisite. You understand? It's kind of like becomes a part of your DNA. You'll be able to get through anything, okay? It's like, this is like bad bitch formalization 101 right quick, Okay. That's what we're going to talk about. So first things first, thank you guys for tuning into this episode. Uh, be sure to share with other like-minded young ladies. That way we can grow our community. And I really appreciate you girls giving me your feedback about the episodes. I'm loving that you're loving that we're back, okay? So um, I'm just geeks, okay? And I'm going to evolve this thing even more and uh, give you all great content. Make sure that I'm feeding you guys, okay, the tea. Now, um... We are going to have episodes Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, just letting you know. So that's when all the new episodes will debut. Over the next couple of days, you will see some of the old episodes kind of pop back in. So just um, if you've listened to them already, of course, you can always replay. But some people, this is your first time. So whatever, whatever works, works, works. All right. So when it comes down to it, though, thank you for listening. Things um, are going to be Monday, Tuesday, um, excuse me, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday as far as the new episodes. And then, of course, some uh, old episodes will recycle. Now... With all that, though, thank you, and let's get into this episode. All right, so tabletop theory. I came up with this concept pretty much based upon, as I said before, my life experiences. Like, of course, everything within this podcast is all about um, things I've, I, I mean, I've went through, of course, my experiences, I guess, <laughs> uh, but what, what I'm trying to say to you is that I have been through different things, and I've come to these conclusions, and I'm trying to share these concepts with you because... I don't want you to experience the same bullshit, the same aggravation, the same pain, the same drama, for lack of better words. You know, I want you to just bypass that thing on through and get to where you need to be. All right. So when it comes down to this theory, think about yourself as like a table, right? So you have four legs. All right. And then you have the top. So it's a stable figure. Now, when it comes down to these four pieces, it really breaks down to this. Okay. When it comes down to your finances, all women need to make sure that they have their finances in order. It has nothing to do with being, um, you know, women need to be stable and we don't need to depend on a man. It doesn't have to do with that. As a human being, you should be able to take care of yourself. What you need to do is figure out how you can make money within a lifestyle that works for you. Now, in 2019, there are a variety of different ways that you can make money. You can make money online. And when your children are in school, like, for instance, when your child becomes five years old, you are able to work. And you are able to use those hours between, you know, 8 a.m. and 3 p.m. to be able to get something accomplished that can be, you know, financially helpful. Um, I say this because us women, you know, we, we find ourselves sometimes in a disvaluing situation. And what I mean by that is if you have a spouse, right, whether they be male or female, and if they are the dominant party and they're managing all the finances, especially with men, I've noticed that when you don't financially contribute, they don't look at you as an asset. And it's not in a way that they're saying that they don't love you or care about you. It's just that they look at some things as like one plus one equals two. 
And when you can financially contribute and they can see it on paper and also to feel the effect of it, it makes you more valuable to them because men are about value as well, as well as we are. Like we wouldn't want someone who can't contribute. Like if we want them to clean the home or if we want them to contribute financially, we have this sense of a standard. And so it's the same thing with men. And I just found in my situation, as well as I've seen other women, that when women bring money to the table and it works for your lifestyle, life is a little bit easier because the man, almost like he respects you. It's like an understanding, you know, it's like we're doing this thing together because you do have some men that have ego issues, but hopefully 2019 and beyond, we're not engaging or attracting those type of men because there's no time for that. Baby, we have no time to be playing mommy and shit. Okay. Like we need grown men. Okay. Grown solid men that on the up and up and know what the hell they want to do and how they're going to get it done, okay? We have no time to be putting our tits in their mouths, okay? And I'm just being honest with you because there's this thing where sometimes, you know, society wants us to change or conform ourselves to appease to the man and then we find ourselves lost and in limbo. That's not where we're going 2019 and beyond. We're trying to find men who already have shit stable and there are men out there. It's just a matter of you attracting them. And when you change your mindset and you're open to that, you're going to be able to attract more open open mindsets, you know, open open mindset men. Because there's a lot of men out here. Like I don't want you all to get caught up in the and there's a lot of women out here. Everyone's not attracted to men, of course. There's a lot of women out here. The pickings are wide, honey. The 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 water is nice. It's warm, okay? I mean, look, do not believe the hype. You can travel places and you can go walk around. You'll be surprised. There are humans everywhere that are looking to mate. There are a lot of humans. You know, it's billions of people. So don't feel devastated that there's no one out there for you. You just need to like attract some different types of people. So then that way you can have some different experiences. And the way you do that is by changing yourself. Because we know we just attract like energy. So if we tweak ourselves a tad bit, like if you start working out, naturally you're going to attract people who work out because you work out like and it's just that simple but and it's really proven too like just get into that whole concept okay so (laughs) what we want to do is that we want to tweak ourselves so we can you know be with someone who's on our same frequency now when it comes to the finances though finances can become a problem in in terms of on a a level where if you're don't if you all don't have a lot of money and you're not working and you're yes you're managing the children which I believe is a value because as you know I have children as well I really just think that um that's not an excuse because I've used that an excuse and I've it's not even it's not I don't even want to sound make it sound so bad because it's like an excuse it's just like that theory that oh I have children so I can't work it's like yes and no if you have a baby it's harder Yes, I'm not going to stun on that. It is much harder because a baby is on their own agenda, their own schedule. They do what they want to do. And my last child, she was the one who really threw me off because I was so prepped to be able to be like, oh, I got this mother thing. You know, I'm finna rock it. And she just, she was just a different breed, girl. She would flip out in the stores, girl, like be up all night, like it was just a wild experience for me. It was very different because all my other kids are pretty chill. You know, I don't get into that type of stuff with them. You know, I was able to sleep through the night. I was able to work. I was able to get shit done. They were able to go to the daycare. Like, it was different. With this one, girl, I don't know. So, you know, it was definitely different for me. But when it came down to the finances, I don't know. I, I just felt like 
I always wanted to be able to make money, but it was harder when she was an infant, you know? So I definitely um, can relate with that. And I definitely understand, you know, girls who have small babies. But if that baby goes to school, like she's five years old now, girl, there is no reason I shouldn't be on my grind, baby. No reason. It's game time. Now, you do have to do your moment of transition because, you know, your brain has to realize that you're free now, you know? So you have to go through that. But once you realize you're free, you can get stable and start building something because you need to. It doesn't have to be this magnanimous thing or if you want it to be honey you better build your shit because you know i'm trying to have 32 cars so with that honey i need to make sure that i am able to you know finance them make sure they pay for and keep it moving okay um and that's how i'm gonna roll it so i feel like my dreams have to be a tad bit bigger and my, my income bracket and my ideals have to be on a different scale but you have to create your own scale whatever you want to do and however you want it to be set it up and actually work towards creating it because as a human entity you need to be stable because if some shit goes down and i don't want to go negative but if some shit goes down i do not want you girls out here hurting okay like it you have a lot of leverage when you got money okay trust me and i'm not talking about ego money i'm talking about money okay like money where you able to make some moves if this motherfucker get crazy okay like you able to like you know like like dodge some shit because you i know ooh, you know what i'm saying like i don't <laughs> oh i'm talking to some girls out there honey if you had the dough you would be go you know so all i'm saying is is that if you had it together, things would be different. And if you start putting the effort and energy into tweaking your mindset and saying, I can do this, I can manage my children, you know, I can make, put these systems in place. All this is systems. Like for me now, I have older children. My youngest is six. I have a nine-year-old and then I have 11, 12, 13. So the 11, no, the 11 year old, which will soon be 12, he's my child from my husband. He's a, my angel child. So that means that I didn't have him personally. So with him, he only comes over on the weekends, um, holidays and over the summer. So during those time frames, I alter my schedule, of course, to accommodate our five children. But normally I accommodate four. And what I realized is that I have to be organized and I have to put systems in place to be able to live my life and, and do what I need to do financially. I can't sit back and be like, oh my God, I had these kids because bills still got to be paid and things, things need to be done. And I kind of want to be productive in some degree. I don't necessarily want to be, you know, all over the place and with everybody, but I know as a human, it's best for me to keep it moving. You know what I mean? So I define that and I make money accordingly. So that's the first thing. Financial stability is very important. It has nothing to do with ego. It has to do with being a human. Okay. I want you girls to be good. Okay. Yes. Now, the second thing I want to talk about is your self-worth. Now, your self-worth and self-value. This is something that um, sometimes gets tarnished because, you know, other people's opinion or the way people have treated us. We sometimes go internally and believe that there's something wrong with us if we are experiencing this stuff versus saying that maybe something is just wrong with that situation or maybe that situation wasn't for me or looking at it in a more optimistic way. What we tend to do is we turn it internally and we begin to tell ourselves things like, oh, we're not beautiful enough or because of this disability I'm not able to exceed or because of this flaw or because of this weight or because of this you know I'm not able to do what I need to do and what I want to tell you is is that I definitely understand where you're coming from because it's a very sentimental place and it's one of those things where um when you don't really know that you're a bad bitch 
it can be a very dark place, okay? But one thing I need you to do in your self-worth journey is understand some key, key, key facts. And I'm about to give it to you raw and hardcore, okay? Number one, there is nothing that you could do about your flaws, okay? Flaws, I'm talking about like irreversible shit. Like shit that like, you know what I mean? Like you can get plastic surgery done to do it, but if you can't really do it, then you just have to live with it. I'm talking about those. Just deal with the shit. Like if you got freckles or some, like your nose is weird or like, you know, I don't know, you got like an awkward personality or some shit. Like, you know, it's like just different things where it's like you either take it or leave it. Take it or leave that shit. Because at the end of the day, like, you have to give yourself a certain level of self-validation if you want other people to validate you. Like, or if you, because we don't even want validation, but you know what I mean? Like, more so acceptance. It's like, if you want somebody to accept you, you got to accept you first. Like, you can't just be out here, you know, expecting people to do some shit you're not willing to do. So it's like, just accept who you are. Like, for myself, you know, I went through some different changes and challenges where I wanted to become maybe perhaps somebody else to be able to accommodate other people's theories. And what I realized in that battle is, is that I can only be me. Fuck it. Like I have to be who I am. Like I talk a certain way. I carry myself a certain way. I'm fly a certain way. I think a certain way. And it's like, if that's not you, that's cool. That ain't got shit to do with me. What I'm doing over here is what I'm doing over here. You understand? And now that I have that theory, I don't really care about anything else. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not arrogance. It's just like, I'm just sitting in my own shit, you know? And I like it. And I want to promote that to you girls too. Like, you know, certain flaws and certain things that I got going on. And I'm not even flaws. It's just what it is. You know, certain things are just what it is. And I just classify them as flaws because that's immediately, you know, you'll get a reaction to that. I can, you can relate what I mean by a flaw. That's something that you don't necessarily like. But it's really just something that, you know, you can't really change it. But it's like you don't like it because of the sake of not liking it. But if there is something that you can change, what I would tell you to do is get your ass up and change it. Like if you have a personality flaw, if you have a physical flaw that you can change, like if you're overweight or if you, you know, say you curse people out or, you know, you have a temperament issue or you're not organized or your hygiene is not on point. These are things that you can change. And for you to sit and waddle in that shit because somebody exposed you and pointed you out and called you out is bullcrap. Because at the end of the day, like, you know that this is an issue probably internally. Somebody's calling you out on it. It's best for you to just fix the shit. It's not even about giving them the satisfaction. It's about you personally. You need to fix it because you give a fuck about you. Because somewhere inside of you, you do give a fuck. I hope you give a fuck. And if you don't, I give a fuck for you, okay? Like, I just want you girls to know, like, you can be strong out here. You know what I mean? Like, because before this person or this thought or this this thing that came into your life that got you all off kilter, you were a bad bitch, you understand? From birth, okay? We were we were bred, like, straight out. You understand? Like, don't get it twisted. Don't let somebody come up in here and, like, get you all twisted up. Because you'll be caught. You'll be up in here tweaking out, okay? Like, and I'm passionate about that shit because... You know what I'm talking about. You don't know what I'm talking about. Like you can be in a relationship and you forget who the fuck you are and you become a whole different person. You be some type of Mary Poppins bitch and be like, oh my God, who was that? You know? And it's all because you lost sight of who you were because you were trying to fit somebody else's standard or some bullshit. Like get off that train, okay? And get focused on you. And if you can change it, change that shit for you. Like if you're overweight, girl, you can't be overweight. Like if you're not healthy or doing healthy shit, like what girl like 
do this shit for you, for the sake of you. Like, fuck them, you know? Like, I mean, yes, you salty because they called you out on it, but whatever, you know what I mean? Like, just keep it moving and and and, and just trail on and, and work towards it and be optimistic about it, you know? Because there are things that we can't change. I'm not telling you to just sit in your shit, accept it and have arrogance. No, like, humble yourself and fix the shit if you can and if you really want to, but... Don't get caught up in that because that self-worth thing will really have you thrown off. You know, if you let other people decipher what your core values are and ideology, you will continue to stay fucked up. Okay. When I want advice that I want to give you with this particular topic, right? You need to think about who you are at the core. Like, what do you like to do? Like, what do you like to watch? What type of colors are you into? What type of, what clothes do you like to wear? How do you want to wear your hair? What type of shit you like to eat? Think about stuff like that. And maybe if you need to, write that shit down. And what you need to do is make sure you stay true to that, okay? That's the OG you. Don't never lose sight of that person. Like, you can always evolve the concept, right? But never lose sight of what you really are because that is the core of you. Now, there are certain characteristics that may not be favorable that I just think that as you, as an evolving person from 2019 and beyond, I just feel like you know that you need to change some shit that's not right. Like, if you lie or people can't trust you or if, you know, you're an angry person or if you're not taking good care of yourself, you're abusive, things like that. Things that are on the kind of like the negative tip a little bit, you really should perfect them for the sake of you and the people around you because that's just kindness and that's just, you know, giving yourself a sense of kindness and a sense of value. You know, you don't have to behave in that manner. People don't have to experience that stuff from you. So just think about it in that perspective. But I just feel like what I really want you to do is start putting yourself on a different pedestal. You know, and put in a little self-care and a little turnaround a little bit, you know. Um, But when it comes down to your core, stay true to that. Because the world, society, people, relationships, uh, influence, Instagram shit, everything will have you caught. It will have you caught. And I don't want you to be the type of person that thinks that, oh, you know, this is who I am. These are my core values. And I'm not open to new shit. Because that's when you get locked in. And, and you were like, and then you feel like you can justify yourself because you're like, oh, I have these core values and principles. No, know who you are. Like, know like, okay, I don't think that, you know, this particular behavior is okay. Like in terms of whatever they may be, like, you know me, I'm non-biased. So certain people have certain philosophies that I personally may not agree with, but it's not for me to agree with. That's for you and you to deal with, not for me and me to deal with, you know? And if it affects me, then of course, then I'm gonna have to respond to you accordingly. But I'm not in a position to be like, oh, that's not okay. But I feel like when you can stand on your own shit and you got your own point of view and perspective and you really believe it and you open to hearing my shit too, I feel like that's a really respectable engagement right there. And I love to engage with people on that level. I'm not a biased person. So I just feel like whatever your core is, that's just what you are. But just try to make sure too, it kind of aligns with being kind and valued because you will want the same shit to happen to you everybody does you know i think that we sometimes forget that we're all the same like internally we all have the same style of organs you know black people white people asian people we don't have different types of organs they don't say oh these are asian lungs this is a black brain like there's no such thing so don't get caught in the bullshit you know what i mean like we're all one in the same we all deal with the same dark thoughts happy thoughts down thoughts some of us just have different chemical balances where we experience certain things differently, you know what I mean? But we have the same kind of, you know, basic function. So 
don't discredit and please don't blank that component out. You understand? Just understand who you are as a person and stick in that. Don't let somebody tell you that you're not, you know, beautiful, that you ain't shit because you behaved in this way or you're irresponsible because you slipped up one time or that, you know, you're not beautiful enough, you know, because they cheated on you. Like, hell no. You know what I mean? Like, know that you're beautiful. Know that you're enough. Know that you're valuable. And know that, like, they have some issues. Because there's this book I want you girls to read called The Four Agreements. And one thing that they talk about in the book is this. When people, when you engage in with people, it's usually them dealing with their own issues. And they're projecting their own issues off on you. Like, people are dealing with their own shit, okay? So they process things and they communicate a certain kind of way. And usually it has nothing to do with you. And when you learn how to take things personally, it will help you to be able to elevate even faster because you'll be in your own bubble. It's like, yes, you experience it, but if you can process it like, hey, maybe they was having a bad day. Maybe they got some shit going on because I don't know. But when I look at the situation, I don't feel like it was warned what they did. When you can look at a situation like that, then I feel like you're in a place where, you know, you are not really taking on all of that pity and not taking on all of that shit and that shame. Because that's not your shame to take on. You have nothing to do with that. That's what self-worth has a tendency to do. It has a tendency to bring shame to us and make us feel bad about some shit. And then we're in here like, oh my God, if I would have did this, then I would have been better. No, probably not. Okay, probably not. Just letting you know, it probably wouldn't worked out like that. Because a lot of times when somebody really wants you to change like your DNA shit, like I'm not talking about like, I mean, I guess some of it has to do with habits, like your habitual stuff. Because some people are... Some things need to be tweaked, you know what I mean? Like maybe the way they process things, the way they engage, especially if you're going to be in a relationship, some things do need to change just to make sure communication is clear and expectancy is on the same page. But as far as like your your your, your DNA shit, like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I, don't, I don't know, that's territory where I think that if somebody's trying to change that about you, you really need to wonder what their intentions are. You know what I'm saying? Because if somebody's trying to change something, about you you know you can ask them like what's your intention like what do you want me to gain from this thing you know what i'm saying you want me to understand this this is and that okay boom you know what i'm saying i get where you're coming from um but if someone just wants you to change just for the hell of it and they can't tell you why they want you to change then baby something is happening here then maybe you need to run okay <laughs> like being real like what okay you know and that's how i'm looking at the situation all right so now Let's do a little recap. So first we have our finances, right? Our finances need to be in order. The next thing we need to have is our self-worth in check. So that way, when people approach us with the bullshit, we have a very clear understanding of who we are, what we're about, and what we stand for. So when someone tries to project their emotions on you and project their thought process on you, you can be like, nope, come back that bullshit, okay? And be like, I'm not having that. You know, if you want to get a particular type of car, you want to live a certain kind of way, if you know this is in your core DNA, someone tells you that you're not worthy of that you're not going to question that because of the mere fact that you understand who you are at the core you're not worried about their opinions on you it doesn't bother you because of the fact that that's just not who i am so it's like you can talk your shit and say whatever you want to say but that's not who i am and it's not being arrogant it's really being self-aware you know what i mean and like fixing the shit that's not right that's what i want you to make sure you do too because don't just be like oh this is who i am except me like if you're hurting people harming people that's not okay you know, if people are being afflicted by your bullshit and your pain, you need to change that because it's not okay. But what I am saying to you is, is that, all right, well, you know, if if you are kind, you know what I'm saying, helpful, like trying your best on that positive shit and somebody just really trying to bring you down, 
you need to really reevaluate yourself. You know what I mean? And be like, look, I'm not going to go down to that level because that is not me. And I'm not going to take on that energy because people be out here trying to get you, ma. I'm telling you, girl. Like, people be out here. Ooh-wee. Yes, girl. Like, for no reason. And it's really... I mean, it is a reason, I guess. You know what I mean? But, like, you have a dirty thing to afflict the reason. It's really because they got some own issues and they see some of you probably... Uh, some of them within you and it's bringing some shit out of them you know because we're all in a spiritual experience you know what i'm saying like when it all boils down that's just what it is like yes we're in these physical machines i call it the iron man theory but girl please okay like at the end of the day this is some spiritual freaky shit be going on around here and I'm just on the ride. Like, I don't know. I don't know, girl. It'd be some stuff happening. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Like, sometimes you'd be like, how did I meet this person? How did I engage with them? Like, how did this even go down? Like, how did I start feeling this way about myself? Like, what is happening? Where did I lose me? You know? So, anyway, that's the second thing, all right? Self-image, self-worth. It needs to be on point, And you have to have real strong self-awareness to be able to bear the storm of bullshit, Okay? Because, no, don't take on anything that you don't need to take on. You understand? That will hinder you and stop you from your ultimate growth. Now, the other thing you want to make sure you have intact is your shelter. Now, when I say shelter, I'm talking about have your own place to stay. Your own place to stay. When you are in a marriage, you have both of y'all name is on the lease, baby. You figure out a way to make it work, but it is your place to stay and it is his or her place to stay. When it comes down to the bills, you have a sense of stability where shit is cut 50-50 straight down the middle. Like make shit be as simple and as easy as possible as far as the processing, but make sure that you have a shelter. And you also too need to make sure within this shelter that it's reflective of you. Now, shelter is very important because of the fact that that's your physical home. Everybody wants to feel placement. Everybody wants to feel stable. Everybody wants to feel like I'm planted to the ground. And when you have a place that you can call home, that makes life easier, okay? So you need to figure out what does that look like for you, okay? Because some of us are in a variety of different situations. We might be in a situation where we are, our home has been organized for us, you know, in terms of maybe we inherited the space or because of our financial situation, we have to live in a certain type of environment. And so we might feel like we have no way out. And this is the only way that we're going to be able to experience this particular thing or, or life, I should say, you know, I want to tell you this. Um, that's not true. And if you want to change your environment, it's definitely possible. You just need to put the effort into the right thing. So usually finance is the reason why people live at a low state of life. Okay. If you, for instance, live in the hood, all right, the reason why you live in the hood is because of the fact that you don't have enough money to live somewhere else. Okay. So what you need to focus on is making more money. I'm not talking about working harder. I said making more money. So finding different ways for you to be able to organize your schedule to make extra money to be able to, or not extra, alter maybe your whole goddamn plan, okay? And come up with a way for you to be able to make the money to be able to sustain a decent lifestyle that fits well for you. Because if you live in a hood, I'm sure you don't want to live there. You know what I'm saying? Like I've lived in the hood and I didn't want to live there. Okay. So there is no way that this is something you want to do. It's just like, you feel like this is all I can do. But what you have to do is say, yes, this is what I can do for now. 
but focus your energy on trying to find another place to go where you're able to feel more comfortable and more safe, okay? The goal of life is to feel secure and secure emotionally and physically. And when you have an environment that is yours, you can paint the walls, you can, you know, put pictures up, you can paint, you know, get bedding and and couches and make the shit look like you on a physical aspect. Or even me saying that to you, if you think about your space like that, rethink about the way you live, okay? Think about the connection aspect you can have to these four walls or however many walls you got. You know what I mean? Like, think about that. Like, you know, I just feel like, man, like this could really be an amazing place. And that's how shelter should be. Shelter needs to be a place where you feel home and you feel connected. And it's a physical thing that you can touch. You can put your hands on and feel safe. Every woman needs that. Okay, and you have to create that. I'm not talking about, you know, you somebody else creating it for you. I'm not talking about this whole thing of like, you know, um, you know, it, it, it it's like it's like you just need to make sure you got a place to stay that's your own. Don't you know, the roommate thing and living with other people, you know, stuff like that. You know, some of the people are in that transition of life. Um, and you can definitely relate to what I'm saying, but I need you to understand what I'm saying. You need to live on your own. You know what I mean? Like at all times. And you and your husband need to be on their own. You and your wife need to be on your own. And then even in your home, it needs to be a reflection of your space and their space as well. And you can encourage them to make this space theirs as well. Because it's like when two people are nesting together, well, then it really has to have splashes of both people. But a place where both people feel comfortable at and both people feel connected to and they don't feel obligated to. Like you're not obligated to clean up and you're not obligated to make sure the house looks neat and nice. That is your space in your domain. If you don't feel like washing dishes, you really don't have to wash dishes. There's nobody like no dishwashing police that's going to be like, oh my God, wash these fucking dishes. Like, no, like if you don't feel like it, don't do it. You know what I'm saying? This is your home. This is where you can do it at. And if somebody got a problem with it, well, they could be kind enough to do it their damn selves. Shit. You know what I mean? But you don't have to do it. Stop looking at home as an obligation and looking at it as a nest. Because that's going to help you feel more grounded to the world and feel more grounded to your environment. You understand? So, yes. Now, the fourth thing that I want to talk to you girls about is relationships, okay? Relationships, and I'm not talking about just romantic. I'm talking about on a physical, or not a physical, but on a literal aspect of when you engage with someone. Anytime you engage with someone um, on a frequent basis, you all have what's called a relationship. So, it doesn't, as I said before, it doesn't have to be romantic. So, it could be a coworker. It could be, of course, your child, um, if, and then if it's romantic, you know, you have that. Yeah, people, you know, see at the gas station, the grocery store, you know, you have a relationship with this person, right? So one thing about a relationship, now I'm going to talk about romantic first, is I'm going to tell you some game that nobody told me, nobody told me, nobody told me that you and them are individual entities, now, I know that might sound so simple as a concept, but I really didn't know that. I thought when you got in a relationship with someone that y'all supposed to pair up, link up, merge up, you know what I mean? Become a concoction and boom, take on the world. I had no idea that we were two separate entities that have to operate separately and figure out how to intertwine in some sectors together. But ultimately, you have to be your own individual. And I'm going to tell you why. If you are dealing with a man, okay, now women, I don't know, I've never been with a woman in that way, so I'm not sure, like like in a romantic way, like in a relationship way, so I'm not sure, 
as far as like how that whole engagement takes place. But what I would think is, is that either if she's more on a feminine side, perhaps she will behave more in a feminine way. And, and naturally, you know, I'm not sexist, of course, but women and men, we act different. You know what I mean? So if she is though more masculine of a woman, then it's very possible she could act more masculine. So this could pertain to a woman or I guess a man in theory. Now, the thing is, is that when you're dealing with this particular personality style, I kind of feel like, uh, you know, we think that they're, we're supposed to merge with them and, and, and connect with them and, and, and like become this oneness, but they have this agenda where they're on their own shit. Like if you've ever really seen like the masculine energy engage, it doesn't really include this closeness. It's kind of like, it's all about me. I got my own schedule. I'm doing my own thing. This is what I do for work. This is what I do for play. This is how I get down. I like to play in the bugs. And like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, and women, we're the type of people that we come along and we be like trying to cling and shit, you know? And we be like trying to like, you know, create nests and do shit together, blah, blah, blah. But they don't think like that. So when we're trying to cling onto them in that particular way, it ends up like becoming a problem, becoming a friction because we're trying to change the way that they are. And it's not that they um, have anything wrong with them or that there's anything wrong with them with us wanting to incorporate some new components to their lifestyles. But I think we have to realize that maybe there's something from that ideology and the way that they operate that can become useful to us because we have to engage with this counterpart. So because they are all about independence, perhaps we can become independent too. Because we realize in studies that when we become independent on our own, we're actually happier. When we like our own shows, like to eat our own shit, do our own thing, dress the way we want to, be in our own area, in our own lane, we're happier. We're more excited. We're more, you know, into different things. We're feeling like we're on top of the world. And that's really because you are on top of your own world and you're not seeking validation from someone else to make you happy, et cetera, et cetera. That's really how a man is. And then the thing is, is that, what men are sometimes seeking, yes, can be validation in terms of if their mommy didn't give it to them or they might feel a sense of displacement into the world. But ultimately, if you're in a relationship, they're just looking for validation for the things that they do for you within the relationship. That's really what they're looking for. So if they do something nice for you, like get you flowers, you know, they buy you shit or whatever or pay this bill, then they feel like, oh, you should be appreciative and you should be happy. You should be thankful, which you should be. And you shouldn't feel like it's an obligation because I'm your wife or because of this is that. Like that doesn't matter because the fact that they're doing it is what they want appreciation for now what happens is that us women we get into a whole nother tip and we put another spin on the shit and be like oh well you my um you know you're my husband you're supposed to take care of us so i got your kids you're supposed to do this you're supposed to do that that's not how men think and so therefore that shit throws them off and in reality if you think about it it would throw you off too if you were in a situation where somebody's like oh because i've done this grandeur ass shit from you you know months ago Okay, or because you hold this title within my life that I'm supposed to treat you extra special, like, that doesn't work. And most men don't think like that. Like, most men might treat you a tad bit better than they treat the rest of society. And maybe on the same level as their mother. Okay, like, at the end of the day, that's just what the facts are. You know what I'm saying? Like, your husband probably treats you like he treats his mama. You know, and it's not this obscene place. Or if he doesn't treat you like his mom, he may treat you the opposite way or... In a way where he's always wanted to engage with a woman. You know what I'm saying? It just depends. Because different men have different backgrounds, you know. But what I'm trying to say to you is that 
when you engage in with this male species, it's just the way you have to go about it. You know what I'm saying? And you have to look at them in a particular way where you 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 kind of say, hey, is there some pointers that I could take from this? Because I know for us women, in some areas, we're failing, okay? I feel like we are um, committing ourselves too much. <clears throat> I feel like men sometimes don't value us because, hell, we don't value our damn selves. And I think that we need to reshift our focus on, like, wanting this validation for, like, motherhood and shit. You know what I mean? Like, I definitely, definitely feel like motherhood is a beast, okay? I'm a mother of five babies. I say all five because, baby, yes, I manage them babies, okay? I teach them values, course, physically take care of them. Girl, I be cooking 20 motherfucking meals, girl. Like, a day. A day, girl. On the weekend, I cook 20 meals a day. Saturday and Sunday. Crazy. All right, so, and we talk about sometimes 20 different meals. You know what I'm saying? I mean, sometimes I could take one pot and, and spread it out, you know, for five plates, but, girl, they be ready. Woo! But anyway, you know, I definitely feel like, feel like motherhood is a championship, but at the end of the day, though, we've taken on a little bit too much with motherhood. Now, some situations we've been forced to do it, so, you know what I'm saying, when it comes down to that, I give you extra props, of course, because of the fact that if you're a single mom, baby, you on a whole different roller coaster, a whole different lane, you know what I'm saying? When you have a spouse, or, or not even a spouse, but somebody who lives in the house with you, or not even, because sometimes, you know, it depends upon if they're around, because sometimes the, the man is not around, so if they're not around at all, then, of course, you have to do what you got to do, but if they're around, and you know where they are, and stuff like that, girl, you can 50-50 this shit. You know what I mean? And like literally break things down to the point where it is straight 50-50. Like we go half on this, half on that. Nah, 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 Because men understand that shit. Now it might throw them off in the beginning. You just need to make sure you can hold your end of the bargain up. You know what I'm saying? Because when you go 50-50, men sometimes don't like change. So if you tweak them with the change thing, it might take a moment for them to recoup and be like, okay, now you want to change up the you know the barometer of how we do things but if you split things 50 50 you'll be happy and they'll be happy and i feel like when it comes down to this extreme badge of motherhood it could definitely be a badge that can be shared amongst both partners because sometimes men don't understand or they don't feel like they have a place in the whole parenting arena because women were so dominant we feel like it's our baby we carried it this is his nap but you have to understand is that if without his sperm you wouldn't have no baby you know what I'm saying? So you have to understand that he has that baby. He owns that baby too. He owns 50% of that baby, period, point blank. That's just what it is. Fuck that. You know what I mean? And if you respect him as such, he can start respecting you as such. And you won't have to continue to va- like yell for your motherhood and like, oh, I take care of these kids and I do this and do that. Now, if you respect him and his parents and in his game and what he brings to the table, he ain't got no choice but to respect you at your game because he knows it's hard work. You know, and real recognize real. Now, if you're dealing with a little crazy person, then, you know, I mean, you might have to switch this up, you know, but at the, in the basics of it, it's just, it's just what it is. You know, it's hard to raise children and one child shit is hard, you know, cause it's somebody else, you know? So it's like, if they're on this journey with you, I feel like it's a different environment, a different energy because you're both balanced. You know, you feel like you can still be yourself cause we still need to be women. Yes, we are mothers, but we need to be women as well because that's what we're going to take with us. You know, one day your kids are going to be, you know, older and they're not going to live with you. And this whole thing of what you're experiencing won't be anymore. And you're going to have to know who you are at that time. Because sometimes that's when some women just discover themselves. It's wild. Now, when it comes down to the relationships, though, I believe that it's important to have an understanding of a non-dependency clause. 
okay? Like, you should not depend on someone to emotionally uplift you and to make you feel comforted. You have to feel comforted within yourself. Yes, if someone hurts your feelings, you should address that. And yes, in some degree, you should expect for them to show you remorse. But you have to understand that sometimes that doesn't happen. And when that doesn't happen, that is a relationship that really may not be healthy. And that's not a relationship that you need to be in long term. A healthy relationship really looks like a, a compatibility, kind of a kind of a dance, if you will. You know, it's kind of like if, you know, people make errors, right? But when you have compassion in the mix, then in a healthy relationship, there is compassion. When you have compassion, you know, you don't want to harm the other person. So you're not necessarily careful with the way you speak, but if you say something out of context that hurts the person, it doesn't really matter how careful you were. It's really about the fact that you hurt the person and that's the reason why you're apologizing. That's a different, that's a healthy relationship and that's a different type of relationship, a different style that most of us are not even familiar with. You know, it's like, it's not about blame or whatever. It's like, if you've said something that hurts someone, you should apologize off GP, just off the strength of you, even if you don't understand it. It's like if someone's crying or someone has a, you know, this reaction, it's like, whoa, as a human, a human, you know, it's like, let's step outside of ourselves and really uh, address that. You know what I mean? So it's like, for me, when it comes down to um, relationships, we, we have a tendency to get become dependent. And we have a tendency to want this person to do shit that, you know, our mother used to do for us or to, to fulfill some weird sick fantasies that we have of how shit should be. And it's like, I get it. You know what I mean? I get that you want certain things and have certain desires, but you have to start fulfilling that within yourself because this is one person, one man, one woman. You can't expect for them to give you the whole world. You know what I mean? Like you can want it and I want you to want the world, but have some responsibility in trying to go get it for yourself too. You know, like don't expect for someone to comfort you unless you comfort yourself first. And that's real. You know, I tell my kids all the time, if you get hurt, you need to ask yourself, are you okay first? <laughs> Before you be looking for me to run up and kiss the boo-boo because I'm going to do it either way. But baby, did you make sure you were okay? Because that's who you got to start checking in with is that star player. Because sometimes we don't check in with her and she be fucked up. You know what I'm saying? And you just moving on like, oh, I'm put a bandaid over it. No, stop and be like, hey, we okay? And if you're not okay, be okay with that too. But like, no, that really hurt my feelings. You know, that was really, I really didn't appreciate that and blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like that, that is definitely something that I just feel like some of us are not willing to do and haven't done, you know? Um, so I don't, I, ultimately girls, um, when you're in a relationship, right, <laughs> having a sense of non-dependency will help things soar because you'll be solid. And this comes into play with a romantic relationship or in any kind of relationship. Like if you go to the grocery store and you got the cashier, have an understanding of what to expect, but don't have a dependency. Like don't expect for them to accommodate your ass and deal with your bullshit because you're not in the mood today and all sort of stuff. Like, no, that's not how a relationship go. At the end of the day, it's a certain level of mutual respect and a mutual understanding. And if you have a relationship with someone or you're engaging with someone, engaging in a relationship is kind of like cousins to each other. You understand? Um, when it comes down to your engagement, make it to where it's a mutual understanding, like a mutual respect understanding. I'm not going to talk wild to you because I just wouldn't want you talking wild to me. It ain't got shit to do with the fact of your position, your power, and who you are. That's like GP relationship 101 human shit, you know? 
But when you in a relationship, a romantic particularly, you know, don't have this sense of dependency for them to fix all your flaws. Like, no, that's not their job. Their job is to engage with you in terms of in a romantic way, like sexual, um, you know, have fun, you know, go see shit together, like the kids and all the other stuff, that's extra shit. And those are other roles. Cause the reason why you had a baby is cause y'all had sex, you know what I'm saying? And like that came into play. And then now, you know, it's like, that's a part of your life. But as you will find out in the parenting game, if you haven't already, that that's a whole separate situation because who you are as a parent is very different, of course, than who you are as a spouse. And so is these different people and different hats and different bubbles that you have to manage. So when it comes down to your relationships on a romantic tip, focus it being on the relationship, focus on doing nice things for each other, engaging with each other, you know, going on dates, finding and making time for just the relationship, have the roles identified, you know, like have your role of a parent identified because the relationship can also too show up in form of, a, of you and your child, have that relationship identified. Like, you know, it's like, this is when I do my motherly things. This is how I operate my motherly task, you know, and this is a part of me. And, and when it comes down to where you engage with other people, you know, and it can be an employee having this understanding of how you engage with them, not having a sense of dependency, you know, not expecting, okay, because you're my employee, you're supposed to do all this obscene bullshit. Like that's not realistic. Let them do their job and have it specify what you're expecting. You know what I'm saying? Because that makes a relationship healthy and then having compassion and saying, you know what? I understand when certain situations don't go the way I expected. You know, and they should have the same compassion for you. And if you don't have those dynamics, you're probably not in a healthy situation. And with the not being a healthy situation, you have to figure out either is this working for me or is it not? Because some situations are fixable, but sometimes it's not because of the fact that like there's another person involved in a relationship. You know, and so unless they're talking that good shit, unless they're talking it and walking it and being about it, you can't really engage with that. If somebody's telling you, oh, yeah, I'm going to do better, I'm going to do better, I'm going to do better, but they don't, let that shit go. Like, I I understand the other bubbles that you want to discuss, but if you're talking about being a relationship, if it's not working, let that relationship bubble go with that person and deal with the other components accordingly, okay? Now... This tabletop theory is definitely um, the goal of it is and and, and the, the direction I'm taking you in is to be stable and to be able to stand on all four feet. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I want you to be able to stand firm because life will throw some bullshit. And what I mean by bullshit is not necessarily in a negative way. I'm talking about emotional um, um, things that will cause you to sway physically, you know, just a variety of different, you know, waters and the waves, you know, like it's like, it's just different experiences. You know, I think that if you have a positive mindset though, and you have an open perspective, very optimism approach towards life, your life will be very happy and fulfilled because you know, you're not seeing mental barriers. So when I say bullshit, it's definitely not coming from a, a negative place. It's just a term of, you know, it, it's like when I say it, I know you can immediately identify with it, okay? I know when I say bullshit, you like, uh-huh, I know what you mean, okay? So <laughs> what I want you to do, though, is put that positive undertone to it and be like, you know what, like, um, I want to stand stable because I want to succeed in life and I love myself enough to do the shit. You understand? That's what it's all about. 
All right, girls. So I love you deeply and dearly. I'm not going to hold you up any longer, but um, this tabletop dairy is something that has helped me a lot. And now I feel stable. I feel complete. I don't feel like I'm dependent on someone to give me validation. I don't feel like I need to stick with someone because of money, or I don't feel like I need to, you know, uh, try to fulfill someone else's destiny. You know, like I just feel like I'm in my own shit and I feel very happy being here. And now I feel like I can share myself with the world because I'm content with who I am and I feel stable. And I feel like the stability gives you confidence, but it doesn't give you a sense of arrogance. It just gives you a sense of, of moment too, you know, being in the present. All right, guys. So I love you deeply and dearly. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Uh, you just listened to Bad Bitch Radio and I am Catherine DeRusso. I'll talk to you girls soon. Ciao.